Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. All right, y'all. So we back with another Beducated sponsorship. For those of you who don't know what Beducated is, it's okay. For those of you who have been here before and have seen what other um, videos are strapped strap strap play, play and, then, about and then, yeah that one we've uh talked about beducated and obviously those had to do with it was more so sex uh but beducated isn't all about that so beducated is an online site with classes and courses on sex relationships and intimacy mm-hmm. so we do have a code with them and it's a 65% off on the yearly pass with our coupon code, which is Les Chaff. And then you have the coupon code for life. For life. So yes. I want to go over a, um, a quick video that I ran across Beducated. Um, it was called Grow Together. This is very different than what we talked about before. But basically, Ella Shannon, she's a counselor, a sexologist, and a relationship educator. So in the first module, she did like a meditation technique where you sit in front of your partner. Um, one of you has like their leg on top of the other and you do some medica- meditation techniques um, and she plays like soothing music and she talks in the background. Um, and it's pretty cool. I've meditated before and I want to try this with Jojo because it's a moment where you guys just stay still. And one thing that she mentioned that I really liked was that she said that Life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. I feel like sometimes we get so busy with just life in general that we don't just sit down and just like appreciate life within itself and like our presence. Um, and then she goes over other techniques like uh, couple communication and she talks about how sometimes um, we listen to respond or like we listen to try to fix things when in reality you should just listen to like hear your partner and and hear out what they're saying and she goes over like a few exercises that you can try with your partner as well um, so I really really like this if you're into meditation or anything like that I think it would be great and even if you're not into meditation I think the best way to start is by someone guiding you um, I've also tried the Calm app, which my job offers, and this is not being sponsored by the Calm app, but it's very similar to that. Um, so yeah, check out Beducated. Um, we're gonna add all the dis- all the details on our description, so feel free to check that out, and we'll we'll also be adding a link to our um, description and our bio, so you can always find it there as well. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host JoJo, and I'm Zyra. Oh, you fucking heard it here first. You heard. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's how my mom say it. <laughs> Happy. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know you was going to do all that. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's this week. We're not there yet, but it's this yeah. week. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, by the time you guys see this video. Mm-hmm. 
it'll be the week of Thanksgiving. Um, again, for those of you that are new, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. I don't know what brought you, but whatever brought you, I hope it keeps you. <laughs> um, so yes, tell a friend that tells a friend that tells mm-hmm. all their friends and, you know, share our content if you can. Right. And I hope that, uh, moving forward, you guys feel free to hit us up and let us know any topics mm-hmm. you guys have in mind that you want to hear. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about being Hispanic and what it's like being a Latina. We, you know, we praise being Latinas, but we really haven't done an episode where we're like talking about our culture. Um, I'm Americanized, so my culture is like slim to none. I'm already embarrassed. Don't tell me nothing. Tragic. Say it to my face. (laughs) (laughs) I already know these things and nobody's willing to teach me, not even my Dominican girlfriend. So let's really talk about it. It's fine. I'll I'll start talking Spanish in this episode and see if she catches on. Um, She won't embarrass me on fight, (laughs) y'all. You don't got to talk back in Spanish. You could just respond in English. But um, so growing up for you, since I feel like you came out earlier, um, obviously, (laughs) I guess, what was it like being Hispanic and gay? And, like, did you see that around you? Mm, nah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's crazy because my, again, I've, as I said before, my uncle on my mom's side is gay. Um, and we, like, I grew up with my mom's very, family very tightly. So, her siblings were, like, my extended older siblings. Um, so my family always used to say how my uncle was going to be gay. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it ended up being the same thing that happened to me. Like people were pointing out that I was gay Mm -hmm. to my mom. What do you call your uncle again? Um, I don't, I don't. Oh, like when I, when I see him, I call him a putty fruity. (laughs) (laughs) That's my little putty fruity. Um, we're literally the same people. That's the crazy part. He Mm -hmm. is the male version of me. I'm the female version of him and we're too much, but, um, I don't, I didn't see it a lot growing up. Um, I think that's why when I started getting into that environment, it was a little weird for me um, because I didn't see it mm-hmm. often. And then when, I think that when I found that my uncle was gay too, I think it just made me feel that much safer and that much more comfortable because I knew it wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like for us, because my grandparents are super duper spanish mm-hmm. like my mom's parents all they did was speak spanish my grandma knew chopped up english i don't know how we always managed to understand each other mm-hmm. in this lifetime but we make it fucking work mm-hmm. um so the same thing with my like dad's parents just spanish all the time his dad knows some english because he taught way back when um but i think like when you come from a very um, old school family, it's kind of really hard to navigate in a world outside of what you know or what you grew up knowing. Um, besides me and my uncle, I really didn't know anybody else that was gay. Mm-hmm. I, again, didn't even really know that it was, knew that it was a thing. So um, it was weird. It mm-hmm. was weird. And, and because especially I think it was more, I think it might have been a little bit more easier for me than it than 
it may seem for my uncle only because like I think when you're a man that comes out gay in a Hispanic household or any like you're of any other mm-hmm. um cultured background it's like a big no-no so yeah. it's like so much more harder your family like disowns you it's like an embarrassment to them mm-hmm. um so I think like initially for him it was like maybe harder than it it was for me mm-hmm. but ultimately my family wasn't like disowning mm-hmm. you know um however i do think that we moved in a way where it was just like you know that this is my lifestyle you know that i um am gay but i won't throw it in your face type mm-hmm. shit you know mm-hmm. i won't throw it in your face but i'm still gonna live this life what was like your school like like i feel like who how was your school like were there a lot of gay people and if they were gay were they like black white like i feel like i'm only asking that because i feel like growing up you really didn't see well first of all i went to a school where it was like mainly hispanics yeah you were saying it wasn't too many it was probably like one white girl (laughs) it was literally black or hispanic so it's like um out of that group there was probably like one girl that I knew that was gay. Okay. No, two girls. One of them was white and the other girl was black. But I didn't see not too many like Hispanic gay girls like mm-hmm. in my town and where I grew up. And, and if I did, they were kind of like alienated. Yeah. Kind of doing their own thing. And I don't know why. It's like in our culture, it's they really um, look down on you. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like for white people, they are kind of with the times at times. <laughs> at times. They're kind of mm-hmm. like... they're it's a hit or miss with them, a, for sure. A hit or miss, but it's like, for some reason, they seem to understand it a little yeah. bit more. Like, I feel like with Hispanic parents, they really don't understand, like, the whole, like, bisexuality and, like, non-binary and, like, all these terms and, like, trans. Like, it's like a whole world. Like, mm-hmm. all they probably know is, like, gay. Okay, okay, you like girls, okay. Um, they don't really dig too deep into all these terms which is totally fine i definitely don't pressure my parents into any of that but i have had discussions with them where i've like talked to them about like this is what this means and this is what pronouns means and they seem understanding but they're still a little bit confused yeah um but i know we have like we grew up in different towns so i want to know like in your school how was that um well when i moved the environment that I was in, it, it happened to be a lot more white people. So I ended up going to high school mm-hmm. um, with way more white people than I did or was used to previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still managed to hang out with the people of, of color or Hispanics yeah. that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, I, I feel like it was different. I feel like if you were gay and of like color or you come from a cultured background you were kind of on the low Mm -hmm. where it was like nobody knows or i'm out at school but nobody at home knew Mm -hmm. um and that was okay it was just like at least you knew when you came to school you got to be yourself Mm -hmm. as long as you ain't getting to no shit where i had to get back home right um but there i did see the difference in um how you know some of the the white kids that were gay didn't have to hide at all. Like, 
it was just like I'm gay. My parents know I'm gay, and like mm-hmm. this is like I'm I'm good. Um, I think sometimes it's like that because I feel like um, Hispanic parents have such high expectations for the kids yeah. that in their eyes, it's like you already have to work harder than everyone else. Like, you know, they expect you to become like this doctor and like mm-hmm. they expect big, big plans out of you when you're, you know, younger. And then when you tell them like, oh, yeah, and I'm gay, they're like, oh, my God, like. What oh my god like they start crying because they're like i it's like a oh uh-huh. you like you're ruined yeah it's like what what have Tarnished i done goods. wrong like what yeah where did i go wrong mm-hmm. like you know um but it's because they've held these high expectations and they feel like you can't accomplish the same things and i really don't understand that that logic it's like it doesn't matter it's, i'm still the same person i'm still pursuing my dreams, regardless if, if, you know, whatever whatever you think of it, I don't know why me being gay has anything to do with it. I think they just fail to see the, like, who I love is who I love. Just like mm-hmm. you love that person. Like, mm-hmm. we can't help that. And at the end of the day, who we love isn't really who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it may be hard because when you come from a Hispanic household, there's so much culture mm-hmm. and there's so much religion. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what makes it harder for, um, oh, yeah. especially when you're from a, a old school mentality mm-hmm. and background to gain understanding in that mm-hmm. because they've never had to deal with it. So I think like sometimes when I see that, like I talk, you know, my parents are like you said, like, like your parents, my parents are a little bit more understanding now. I think that they've been like, my parents aren't that old fashioned. Um, they have kind of an old school mentality but they're not super old-fashioned they're like together with shit and Mm -hmm. i think they're more understanding now than they were um in the year in the beginning years but um i just think that you know coming from such a religious background and knowing what you know that when something new happens you're just like i don't understand like i can't just open my mind to something that that I've never experienced. And I think I want right, but I think at one point I I guess I understood mm-hmm. their point of view of like, okay, you you feel like you don't know who I am because you've never experienced someone who has gone through this. But yeah. if you listen to me, I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. I'm not any different. Mm-hmm. But I also think that what makes it harder for people to understand or like parents to understand is mm-hmm. because there's um there's like the idea built around mm-hmm. being gay or bisexual or whatever like mm-hmm. it was known to be that you know men were pedophiles or it made you sick in the head or like you know that being gay was a sickness like i think that that's what it was to them and that's all that they knew about it cuz that's all society had to give them i don't even them. know why that even correlates what do you mean like the whole pedophile thing with gay people i don't know like that is like something completely different it's like so sickening that people because to it. them it's like a it's like a sexual thing and anything they think that's it's over like sexualized a, uh, is yeah. like is like oh that's not yeah that's not sane mm-hmm. yeah uh um but we get into it yeah i i don't know i feel like um this is a good topic because it is the holidays and i feel like this is when people's mental health actually gets like the worst yeah. out of the whole year. Um, I remember when I went to my first therapy appointment, it was in December. 
And she was like super booked, super busy. And she was like, you know, I like found time to fit you in. And she had told me like, you know, December is a very busy month. Well, we're in November right now. But December is a very busy month because people get emotional because of the holidays like being around family right being around family don't get it or or not being around family or the fact that you are around family but you still aren't out and you're like annoyed at just like uh, i just like your circumstance like the fact that you're still not out yet like i remember when i wasn't out yet i just was just like angry like i was just like I didn't even know what I was angry at. I was just, like, angry because I'm, like, I want to come out, but I don't know how they're going to react, and I feel like I can't be myself. Like, I'm just sitting here laughing and talk, having conversations, but I'm getting tired of the whole, yeah, novio, yeah, novio, yeah, novio. Yeah, I was about to ask yeah, it. Novio. Were you getting asked that a lot? Be, yeah, because... like, yo, it pisses me off. It pissed me off because I'm, like, there's more to me than that. You yeah. know, there's more to me than relationships. Like, I, at the time, I was, like, I'm in school. So that was my excuse. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm in school. Like, I'm busy, you know, with school. And, like, I'm single and I'm fine. But, like, that gets tiring, you know? Yeah. I've actually never been asked that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was something, like, they already knew. But I've never been asked, like, okay, where's the boyfriend? Like, when are we going to get to it? Like, I was never asked Yo, any of that. That's um, crazy. And And I don't know if that was because of, like, oh well you know my dad was really big on or even my mom because my mom wasn't about that shit like you ain't no boyfriends around here ain't no dating we don't do none of that shit um little do they know i was dating girls (laughs) (laughs) did you ever feel the need to come out to like your aunts and uncles besides your parents um i think that i i I don't think so Mm mm-hmm I don't think I ever officially came out to people. It was kind of like a, I'm talking to girls. Like I might've told my, my mm-hmm. aunt and uncle, um, my on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. I know I definitely told, um, my cousin on my dad's side. And it's crazy because people really know how to make shit about them. And I say that oh because, God, yeah. um, I, I remember telling my cousin like, yo, I think I have this person it's actually a female and I think I like them. I don't know how to feel about it. I like, I've never experienced this. And she was really nice, you know, real supportive. Like, listen, you know, I don't know what that's like, but if that's where you're leaning towards, then, you know, I'm going to support you. I'm going to be here. Um, but I've never came out officially after that and was like, yeah, like I like girls. Like, I think my my uncle kind of always knew though because he used to have a friend, this girl he was best friends with, mm-hmm. who told, was like asking him about me, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Bitch, don't don't try my niece." Mm-hmm. And I ended up fucking with his best friend. Um, Interesting, but I was young as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and was he, she, she was like, she was like, she was older than me. Yo, what is it? What she is was it probably like 20, 21. I was like 16. I don't oh even think gosh. I was six. I don't even know. I might be lying. You anyway, I know we were somewhere between bar. four or five years apart. And um, that was around the time in high school when I was just um, mm-hmm. messing around with girls too. And he, she actually brought it to his attention like, yeah, she gay. <laughs> she gay. And I know he he kind of mm-hmm. knew. But um, other than that, but when I did tell my cousin... 
she knew for a while mm -hmm. and then I really didn't um so I feel like for those people who knew knew mm -hmm. um but when my other family members found out was when I was in that first relationship mm -hmm. and my one cousin was like what like low-key tight because I told my first cousin and she was like why you ain't tell me and and I was like, look at how you're acting. Of course I didn't tell you. Because it, it, like, it's just crazy how people make it seem like it's just the worst thing in the world. And like, it's such a, um, like, it's such a tragedy. And it's like, as if it'll hurt the fucking family. Like, yeah. And I, I'm different from like my, my dad's side of the family. Like, they're pretty family, like, oriented. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes it's just a little too fake for me. And it they they have like this understanding to where it's like they're kind of proper, but mm -hmm. I'm just like I don't I'm over here like I come mm -hmm. from my mom's side where we don't give a fuck we tell each other how it is, um and like again we grew up as siblings so it's like we're here with it and it's like over there they tiptoe around each other and like maybe have certain conversations so I'm just like why would I give a fuck what y'all think anyway? Mm -hmm. I mean I love my dad's side of family but. It's just a lot of like they're gonna listen to titty this, chatty. Like, ah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Georgia? that's years ago. That's not even now. So oh, whatever. We grew Lord. we grew past it. It is what it is. <laughs> um but yeah, it was just crazy because like I was like, wow, like people really I, there really were people upset that didn't know that I was dating women at the time. Or like that I'm gay. Basically so they when were, I was coming out. They were upset that you didn't come out to them. Yes. Okay. They were like, How could you tell such and such, but you didn't tell me? And then that led to like them pretty much outing me to my parent, like my mom. Corny. Yeah. Corny, yeah. corny. With me, um, I feel like my situation is like completely different because like my mom's side of the family is very, very Dominican. Like I'm talking about Dominican. Like my parents don't speak English. So they have a hard time even communicating with Jojo. <laughs> my dad speaks, like my stepdad speaks English, um, but he still, you know, he still has like that, that accent. Um, and then my dad's side of the family, like my real dad from Puerto Rico, they're very Puerto Rican. So like our conversations are always in Spanish. So at times it is difficult for me to communicate with them. I mean, I speak Spanish fluently, but it's still hard, you know, to talk as fluently as them. So I never came out to everybody because I was just like, I, I just don't feel like I need to. Like yeah. I came out to, to my mom, to my dad and to, and to my stepdad. That's it. And that's really all the people that matter to me. And obviously my siblings. Um, I do have other siblings, but we don't have that close relationship. So I didn't feel the need to come out. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just in a point in my life where I'm just like, I'm about to be 30. Like, I just feel like, I don't need to come out to you guys. Like, I don't need that explanation. If you find out, you find out. Right. If you accept me, you accept me. And if you don't, you don't. Um, Again, nobody comes out straight. Right. And it, I just feel like it's so hard for me to explain myself to them because it's like, it's the, it's the Spanish thing. Like, mm -hmm. they're very, very old school. Like, I'm talking, like, my family in, in the Dominican Republic, they're from El Campo. And that's where I grew up. Like, in Nagua don't know if you guys know where that is but it was like the 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 power was always going out we were taking showers with buckets and i grew up there i went to school there i went to a whole nun school and then i came here to to the united states not knowing any english 
Um, and like my parents, they're very, very Dominican, but they're they're not that old school. Mm-hmm. They're very young, but I feel like they've grown since they've been in the U.S. If they lived in the Dominican Republic, I don't know how they would feel about like me being gay. But I feel like over here, they're a little bit more modern, you know? Um, I told my cousin, that's um, my my um, my cousin from Puerto Rico who, who came over here. <clears throat> um, but other than that, I didn't really feel the need to tell nobody else because it was just kind of like, I don't know. I just don't need to explain myself, really. Um, and it really hasn't changed our relationship. I feel like if they know, then... They've done a really good job at not, like, making it awkward, you know, yeah. regardless of what they think. Um, and it's funny because I have still, you guys might find this surprising, but I still haven't told, like, my grandmothers. <laughs> I'm about to say, you, when I, I to, met you, you were, your grandma was out here, no? Yeah, well. Is my, she still out here? No, so my grandma, right. she travels back and forth from DR. Mm-hmm. And then my other grandma lives in Puerto Rico. And I think, I don't think they know. Mm-hmm. And I think that <laughs> it's the I don't think. Listen, like I know. I saw this TikTok once where somebody was like, How y'all gay, but you're like your grandparents don't even know that you're gay. Like you're out here on social media talking about it. I have a whole podcast. My grandparents still don't know that I'm gay. That's how you know that they're old school because they wouldn't even know how to find this shit. That's why I'm like, I could care less. Like, I'm on the internet. I have a podcast. I have a YouTube channel. You could go find it if you want. It's the cousins that owe you. (laughs) And that's fine. And that's fine. Um, But I don't think my grandmother, like, grandparents would, would understand. You don't think so? No. Like, I actually spoke to my mom about it. I was just like... You know, do you think that I should ever tell grandma, like, my mom's mom? And she was just like, "Mm." Like, I was going to tell her once, and she she, um, was talking about someone who she thought that was gay, like, from our from my hometown in the Dominican Republic. And she was just being so negative Mm -hmm. that I was just like, yeah, this is a sign that I shouldn't talk to you about this. (laughs) And... She's just getting old. Like she, every yeah. time I talk to her, it's like I'm screaming on the phone. Like I don't think it's. I don't want to just. I don't even want to like ruin that relationship because it's like they're getting old. I'd rather just as 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 crazy and harsh as it sounds. I'd rather lie to them and continue this relationship than tell them the truth and possibly lose that relationship, knowing they don't have long to you know long years to live. Yeah, that's my logic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my my grandparents knew. Well, oh, yeah, it's hard because mm-hmm. um, I well, my grandmom knew when you came around. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's mom ended up realizing it. I'm sure years after. I've never just sat down and came out to her. I think um, she also officially knew when I started dating you. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause I was introducing her as my girlfriend to everybody. Didn't give a fuck who knew, who didn't know, who didn't know. The very moment I told my mom, um, that was it. It was a wrap. It uh-huh. didn't. I didn't have to explain myself to nobody. Everywhere I went, this is my yeah. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But again, most of everybody already knew. Um, but I think that's how she knew. I know she knew about my uncle eventually, obviously, because he's in he he's in a relationship. Um, but I think. My dad's dad shocked me, surprised the fuck out of me. Um, but that was also because I was younger at the time. Uh-huh. So we went on vacation 
And I I don't know, because he, he be watching. He be knowing these things. Uh-huh. And um, he went on vacation with us. We took, like, a family vacation with, like, my, my dad's side of the family. We took a cruise. And at the time, the person that I was dating mm-hmm. came with us. And um, it was, like, four or five-day cruise, whatever. We were all together, chilling. Um, mind you, at the time, like, my cousins on that side knew at the you know, at the time that I was dating this girl too. And that's when they were like grilling me, like, why you never told me type shit, whatever, whatever. Um, so I remember we were coming back from the trip and we were sitting in the airport and everybody wants to go get food. So I stayed with him and out of nowhere, I'm minding my business because I got my food and I'm ready to eat. And out of nowhere, he said next to me, he's like, do you love her? <laughs> and I'm like, like a movie. What is this? Who are we talking to? I'm like, uh-huh. huh? And he's like, and, and mind you, he is speaking to me in English because he knows some English. Um, and he's like, do you love her? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, so obviously I knew eventually what he was talking about. And then um, it was just shocking to me because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, so you know. And, and, and it was, it was just crazy because it was just like he, the fact that he understood and he brought it up and then he was just so accepting about it. He was just like, it's okay. Like it doesn't matter as long as you love them and they love you. That's all that matters. And I feel like, whoa, like yeah. that shit was that, that was a moment for me. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't expect that. Yeah. I didn't expect that at all. And I feel like when it comes from like the male people in our lives, it's just like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're not usually as accepting either. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't expect that, but <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Now I'll be speaking, I don't speak no Spanish y'all. So, you know, it, it sucks. Yes. But I understand a lot more than I give off. <laughs> <laughs> I do because mm-hmm. my grandparents would be fucking, especially my dad's side. Like they, his parents speak Spanish fluently mm-hmm. and my grandma actually didn't even know how to speak any English. Like mm-hmm. she, my middle name is Ashley. Mm-hmm. If you don't fucking already know, that's oh, fine. Wow. She gave her her whole name. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she used to, she couldn't say Ashley. She used to say Ashley. Who? My grandma, my uh-huh. dad's mom. Uh-huh. So it was never Ashley. And then, and then my brother, well, my brother's named after my dad, but she would call him Perito. Mm-hmm. So it was like, <laughs> so fucking spanish uh-huh and it was the communication was a little hard but it didn't matter because it was just like i used to feel embarrassed to have to sit with them and then not be able to like communicate mm-hmm. it was like i'm talking but i'm talking in english and you're talking in spanish and it's like hard and frustrating mm-hmm. but i feel like at the same time it didn't matter because they have they do so much more than just talk. Mm-hmm. Like my grandma would feed us. Like that's all she cared about. Here, you want this? You want this? As mm-hmm. long as you said yes, she's giving it to you. Yeah. She would feed you. She fucking whatever you wanted, any attention that you wanted. She was very affectionate. So, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, as a grandparent, at least coming from a Spanish household, like growing up with that was nice. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't get it at home. Um, it's definitely a difference between mm-hmm. both parents, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. I think the grandparents you go to for like 
anything you want. Yeah. So you, you just get away with shit. Yeah. But I I know a lot more, especially when my parents would fucking argue in Spanish. Yeah. The audacity you guys have. But you to know argue whose fault it is? It's not even your fault. It's that not. You speak Spanish. It's not. It's but you know parents. what? My parents would rip me right now and tell me, "Oh, but we would talk, nope. and y'all would look at us like we were stupid." Nope. So, and my mom always says that, and I love my mom to death, and I'm like, it don't matter. You, you should have tried harder. You know why? You know why I say that? Because none of your siblings talk Spanish. No. So if it would be one thing if it was just like, oh, it's just Jojo that don't speak yeah. Spanish. It's None. all of y'all don't speak Spanish. Yeah. With my siblings, we all speak Spanish except right. my little brother. Because my dad, once he learned English, he started talking to my, my little brother in English. Mm-hmm. We speak to him in English, of course. Which and is crazy to me because they speak Spanish on a regular Oh, yeah. My little brother understands everything my mom says. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he doesn't understand. He'd be like, what she said? <laughs> I think he just don't be listening. And we just be like, we don't know. Figure yeah. it out. We'd be mean. <laughs> yeah. But, like, my parents, like, again, their parents spoke Spanish fluently. Like, that was their but primary the language. Your parents were born here. So they speak English, right? And then yeah. their parents speak English. Like it's their li- parents don't speak English. Really? Yeah, your, no. your grandma speaks choppy, and that's uh-huh. because look at how many kids she had that don't speak English. I mean, that don't speak uh-huh. Spanish. Obviously, you know, in the Dominican Republic, all they teach you is Spanish. Um, and then when they came here, it's crazy because people ask me, like, your parents been here for like 15, 20 years, and they still don't speak English. And I'm like, they've tried. They've tried. Like, my mom went to, like, a community college through the same program that my dad to, like, learn English, but she just couldn't understand it. And she only got to, like, eighth grade. So I feel like she's just not there academically, and it's really hard for her to just study. Um, So learning English was... She tried. She tried the class maybe, like, two two or three times, and she would just fail, like, all the time. And it's hard because, like, growing up, she would work two jobs like so she was working as a janitor and then she was working um at wendy's so it's like you're working two jobs you have kids and then you go into school to try to learn english like i feel like people make it seem like just go to school and learn english it's fucking easy like no when you're when you get older it's way harder to learn a language you have to be consistent with it i took two years of french you think i know french i think i know one word and that's it and it's crazy because you're you have to take certain languages in mm-hmm. school and mm-hmm. like you pick which one you want as extracurricular whatever yeah. the fuck but you had to pick one and you had to learn one yeah and in those four fucking years you think that they would learn how to like oh my god you're doing mm-hmm. it you know you got this class five days mm-hmm. a fucking week and you get homework and you think you would learn no yeah and then i i think it is frustrating when people are like oh you're in fucking america or you're in usa you're in the u.s learn how to speak english like Mm -hmm. bitch how about you learn another language i had um i had an english class my senior year and i did not like this teacher at all um i just got bad vibes from her and i would speak in spanish to my friends sometimes just so she doesn't know what the fuck i'm talking about she's like this is english in this class we speak english no, I, I was like, her. ew, you rude as hell. Like, I was not talking to you. You're just mad because you don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And I did that shit on purpose. Yo, she would always pick on me. That's, yeah, and that's then tell me why. Like, two or three years later, like, after I graduate, I found out that she was hooking up with a student. I was like, I knew Sketchy. you was you were someone who was sneaky. I just had a <laughs> feeling. I just had a big feeling. Um. But no, like growing up and having like immigrant pa- immigrant parents, it's like really hard. 
to like do everything I feel like when it comes to when it comes to school like when it comes to homework when it comes to filling out FAFSA when it comes to going to college like I feel like when you don't have that representation from older siblings or just like your parents it's hard for you to even learn about it and to know what's out there mm-hmm. um I remember like growing up and I was in high school I was like I'm gonna go to NYU like I'm gonna <laughs> NYU like I had I had big, big like dreams. Yeah. And then I I, you know, started looking into it and started looking into like FAFSA and like all of this. And I'm like, wait, I could not go to an out of state school. I need to stay in state because out of state is a lot more money. And in state was still a lot of money. So I went through this program called the EOF program, which stands for the Educational Opportunity Fund Program. And it's Basically, I like to say it like this. It's for students who are smart, but just really don't really got the funds to go to school. And basically, the program is like a boot camp program where you go to school in the summer, like right after high school. You have to pass those classes. And if you pass those classes, you get admitted into the four-year college. Um, But even going through college and even going through all of that, it was still difficult because it was just like, for me, it was just like, I feel like I had to work 10 times harder than everyone around me, Yeah. especially because I went to a PWI, which stands for predominantly white institution. And that sometimes I will be the only like Hispanic girl in the class. And it was just like, I would never participate very rarely. And I wouldn't like to participate because I felt like when everyone would raise their hand and talk, it, w- it sounded like they were like, just talking so eloquently and like using big words and just like, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck they said, but they sound as smart as hell. <laughs> so I I just didn't want to sound dumb. And I feel like it was a constant thing. Even when I went to go get my master's, it was like, all right, here we go again, having to work 10 times harder. And like, I think the sad part about all of this is the fact that we still continue to work 10 times harder. Even when we're in, I'm in corporate world, when you're in the corporate world, still got to work 10 times harder than than other people you work with just because you come from an underrepresented group. Um, and I think that's what people don't understand. And then when you add being gay on top of that, tragic. One word, tragic. That's what it is. Well, you, <sighs> you're, obviously, she's Dominican and Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. You, you say you grew up in DR. Yeah. And not at all in PR. Well, I was born but in you, Puerto Rico and then I moved to DR. Uh-huh. Right. But, like, how much time did you spend in PR? I remember seeing a picture of me, and I was, like, one. So I think I left when I was, like, maybe one and a half, two. And then I went to But you would spend, you would spend time out there. Yeah, so I I went to school in in DR, but then I would visit my dad in PR. What differences did you find in in just (laughs) that? I don't remember PR at all. Like, I remember PR when I was older and I would go stay with my father during, like, summer vacations when I was, like, 10, 11, things like that. Um, There was a big, huge difference. Like, so my mom, me and my siblings don't have all the same father, which is totally normal. Like, my older sister has a different father. My younger sister has a different father, who's my stepdad. My little sister and my younger brother share the same dad. Who's my stepdad? I'll give you guys some time to process that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so for me, I really got to see what it was like, you know, being Dominican, being Puerto Rican. And 
I had posted a TikTok one saying like, oh, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans are very similar. Like, what's the beef with the Bad Bunny debate where people were like, oh, you know, like Puerto Ricans, you know, are, go hard for Bad Bunny, obviously. And Dominicans were so hyped because of his new album where, you know, he had a lot of dembo and things like that. And people were um, offended because I had said that Puerto Ricans and Dominicans are so similar. Then I realized, like, I think to me, it's just similar because I'm both. I eat, like, when I when I eat Puerto Rican food, when I eat Dominican food, I really can't tell the difference. That's just me because I'm so mixed. But um, Dominican, like, living in... Like, living in the Dominican Republic wasn't... It was good, but it's not... I personally wouldn't want to live there, like, forever. I think it was just, like, a vacation. Like, I would go for vacation now, um, now that I'm older, but I would never live there because where I'm from, it was it wasn't the best... It wasn't the best community. It was in El Campo. It was in the middle of nowhere. Like I said, the power goes out. Um, it's nice because you get away from the craziness and you're just like in nature and we had like pigs and, and chickens and things like that but um realistically it just wasn't me like i'm a city girl mm-hmm. <laughs> and in puerto rico it did feel more city like because i lived in san juan um my dad he he was blessed enough to um basically run my grand my grandparents restaurant so he did that for some time, got taken away during COVID. Um, so he was living life over there. Like when I would go visit my dad in Puerto Rico, I felt rich. I was like, you got a pool, you got a conzo, like, okay. Like there was just, he had a, he had a, um, a playground in his building. Like, and then I would tell my sisters like how fun my, my summer was. Cause I was like in the pool every day and like playing. And they were like, that's fun. We were in, in you know, in Jersey pretty much playing in the streets, doing nothing. Um, so they were a little bit jealous of that, of the fact, but, um, growing up in Jersey was also very different. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like all, all like Dominican, um, Puerto Rico and and Jersey are just completely different environments for me, at least. Um, what is, is (laughs) for you, you like then going to North Jersey, I feel Mm -hmm. like there's so many more Spanish people in North Jersey. And I think that if I would have grown up in that environment, I'd be hella Spanish. Like I wouldn't even need my parents to know. I I always say that I always tell Jojo that if she, if she were from North Jersey, she would be a problem, a A big problem. Like maybe she'll be a DJ who knows, but like, I'd be a problem. North Jersey does have a lot more Hispanics there. A lot of more Dominicans, obviously, because we're so close to New York. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot more Hispanic people in general. There's a lot of places to go to. There's a lot of clubs. There's a lot of options. Yeah. Um, South Jersey doesn't have that many options. Mm. Um, I love that because mm-hmm. it's like, it's so, it's it's such a community. It's like, with, when Spanish mm-hmm. people come together, it's just a community. Whether mm-hmm. they like you or don't like you, like... They know mm-hmm. everything, and it's like they will always come together, mm-hmm. whether it's eating, partying, like just being in each other's presence. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I and honestly, it makes me wish that I did grow up in PR or mm-hmm. like in somewhere where it's so communal like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want my kids to have that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was nice to like. So in DR, we would go to Rio, like the river. And in PR, we would go to the beach because my dad lives so close to the beach. 
I was blessed enough to like have both, you know, like see my dad in Puerto Rico and have that and then see my other family in Dominican Republic and have that. And I feel like without those experiences, I really wouldn't be who I am today. Um, I'm very Hispanic, but I don't think you could really see that in the podcast because we talk mainly about being gay. But I feel like if you really know me, like my family is so Dominican. Like they're the type to um, play play like fucking instruments and shit. Like they swear they're in a band. All of them come out and they come with the, I don't even know what you call it, but the guira and the tamboras. Um, and they really start pl- playing and shit during like um, the holidays, which is something that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> can't relate stop. stop but i feel like I, i'm learning a lot from you just i i feel like so un-americanized like um me her her mom were watching a movie what was it called was some some old school white people in high school greece <laughs> Greece. Greece we're watching girl. Greece she's like, and her mom's like so excited she's like have you seen it before I was like girl no I have not seen Greece um, I grew up watching like Sanky Panky I don't, I don't mm. know if y'all know what that is some, some very Dominican movie about this guy who falls, falls in love in quotations with a white girl because um, he was trying to get his papers well, we have this situation all the time uh-huh. like she doesn't know a lot of bro I don't know a lot of movies and I also don't know a lot I grew of up on a lot of artists and, yeah well not artists like celebrities mm-hmm. like people will be naming these people and I'm like hold on let me go on Who Google yeah. let me go on Google real quick because I really I grew up watching like Rebelde and, and like you know novelas and shit so I really be so lost sometimes <laughs> We Americanized, but we still got some Spanish in us because, yeah, like me growing up, like I grew up, obviously, South Jersey, Camden mm-hmm. um, was where I was born. And we were there for a couple years before my parents moved us out because they did not want me out here fighting bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I used to, like I said, I'm sure I've said this before, like most of the um, people that I were friends with uh, and honestly, yeah. just predominantly the school that i was going to was more so people of color um no it wasn't like no it wasn't like how you were in it like i like i've said up north is very 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 hispanic um in terms of people like so many hispanics and my mom actually grew up in hoboken so she was in that environment and then when moving down south jersey obviously Mm -hmm. it was a change in pace but I've always stuck to the, you know, being friends with people of color. Like I've mm-hmm. never really gravitated that much towards white people because that's not the environment I grew up around until later mm-hmm. in life. Um, but like I've always found like, you know, I guess I got my or what I could get out of my Hispanic background and learn what I could about my culture from mm-hmm. my family because that was the environment that I was in and that's what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like now that we're getting older, it's hard to tell only because now we're in charge of right. what we're around in our right. environment. And I want us to be more so involved in mm-hmm. um, things that add to our culture and yeah. like our background and shit. Mm-hmm. So We'll see how that goes, but I, I yeah. grew up with a little flavor. I mean, it's possible. I feel like 
taking kids on vacation is important mm-hmm. when they remember it, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes kids take um parents take their kids on vacations yes. when they're super that's young. That's what I remember. And they but sometimes they don't remember anything cuz they were so young. I feel like you got to take them at an age where they can kind of grasp everything and just remember everything. Um taking I, those family mm-hmm. vacations to see other family though. That usually you know, oh yeah you for make sure. that like a regular thing mm-hmm. like i again i know some spanish it but here's where the complications come one if you talk too fucking fast i'm done up that's it it's over i'm catching <laughs> up on context clues that's how i know i actually read spanish better than i can fucking like oh really comprehend. yeah it's actually really easy to mm-hmm. read it um but usually like if you speak fast as fuck yes and what we fail to realize is that there's so many ways to speak Spanish. There's oh, properly, yeah. there's, we, you know, I know like as Puerto Ricans, we speak very improper mm-hmm. or at least from my family, it's super Spanglish. It's just like a hint of Spanish and English at all times. Cause if we don't know how to fucking say something in, in, in Spanish, it's like the quick switch. We just blend that English word in there real quick. And, uh-huh. and even like talking to your parents and i'm like yo or like when you say shit i'm like what are you saying and then she'll like say oh well this is how y'all say it and then i'm like oh okay well i fucking know that like i've never heard it said like that like we have to keep in mind that there's other ways uh, how this language can be spoken one thing i can say is like dominicans and puerto ricans do not talk proper no at all Uh -uh. so it's even harder for you to understand the language because it's like you're probably reading a book that's super proper and then i say something you're like that's not what the book says. Yeah. Um, but you know who could speak really like well Spanish? Colombians. Mm. They speak so proper. I love yeah. it. Like I feel like they really have the best accent to me. Cause they really talk so proper. And I feel like us Dominicans, we just sound so dumb <laughs> Rough. sometimes. Rough. <laughs> so crazy. Um, but it's all good because I'm gonna learn that shit like I be I be saying some shit like she be forgetting that I know some shit I might mm-hmm. play dumb I know some shit but I'm just not confident mm-hmm. in what I know so I still have some learning and practicing to do but don't get it fucked up because I'm gonna be out here BFFing it with your mom all day talking hella shit <laughs> and my kids is gonna know that's it <laughs> do you want me to go over the differences between Puerto Rican and Dominican Spanish. You can give a couple before we close out. <laughs> okay, so what's up in Puerto Rican? What do you think they say? Mm, I don't know. All right, they say que la que hay, and Dominicans say I don't ever hear them say they, that. They say that you gotta okay. Really pro- yeah, Dominicans say que lo que. All right, uh, broke. How do you say that in Puerto Rican Spanish? Pelao. <laughs> I feel like there's another word. There is. There has there, to be another is. one because I know another way of saying that. Dominicans say en olla. Um, all right. How do you say a man, bro, friend in Puerto Rican Spanish? Compa. No. <laughs> Ain't that Mexican? <laughs> no, actually, my dad be saying that. Compa, yeah. But they say maning. It uh-huh. says... Um, Dominicans and um, Puerto Ricans say papi. Yeah. Um, or papa. Right. Money. Up, papa? Money. Dinero. Yeah, that's the proper one. But how do Puerto Ricans say it? Um, chavo. Yeah. And Dominicans say cuarto. That's 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 a room with four walls. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can't, I can't. Okay. Um, 
How do you say gossip in Puerto Rican Spanish? It starts with a B. <laughs> bochinche. Yeah, bochinche. Yeah. <laughs> and Dominicans say chisme. Chisme. Um, all right. How do you say angry in Puerto Rican Spanish? Um, I, I only know how to say it in like a sentence. Okay. Me tiene alta. <laughs> That's close. That's close. But oh, I know it. It's in fogo now. Okay. Yeah. And that sounds right. Dominican say toikilla. <laughs> I never heard that. Um. And the last one I have is on fire. Fuego. Yeah. And Dominican say encendido. Lost me. <laughs> Why I gotta be so so extra? <laughs> I mean, it's um, it's slang. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Like most of this is slang. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, to end it off, what is something that you're thankful for? Something that I am thankful for. Um, obviously, you and my two puppies. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, anything besides that? Obviously, my family and. Believe it or not, as much as I may throw a bitch fit about my um, profession or my job, however you wish to say it, I'm very thankful for my job. At one point, I prayed hard for the job that I have um, mm -hmm. because that was my stepping stone to do the things that I wanted to do, like get my fucking associate's degree, mm -hmm. um, which I did. And honestly, it's allowed me to to do a lot of things, um, you know, trips, vacations, um, pay off certain, you know, things that I have. Like, so I, I can say that I'm grateful for that. It, it allows me to stay above water. People don't think you're talking about the podcast. <laughs> the podcast don't pay me yet. It don't it pay pays, us. It pays us un, un poquito nada más. Yeah, a little bit here and there. Um, however, I'm also grateful for this platform, too. Um, and in the time span that we've had it, mm -hmm. I feel like it's done a pretty, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't even have expectations to what this, mm -hmm. this would mean for us or where it would go. And I think it's been nothing but up for us since we started this mm -hmm. platform. So I couldn't be any more grateful to this platform that we've created yeah. as well as the people who have been helping and supporting us to continue, um, creating this space for other people. Um, it, you guys help us just as much as you know we help y'all so thank you very cute um i'm gonna try to say mine in spanish okay i'm gonna see if you understand what i'm saying okay but i'm gonna try you know i'll be forgetting words mm -hmm. <clears throat> already forgot how to say grateful in spanish <laughs> um i think it's agredas agreda, i don't know whatever i am grateful for nuestra casa House. Yo nunca he vivido en una casa. Siempre he vivido en apartamentos. So, esto es bien diferente para mí. Um, Let me translate. So, <laughs> she's very grateful to be living in a house because she's you see, she always lived it. in an apartment. Uh -huh. And it's her first time living in a house. Yeah. And it's our house. Like, literally, yeah. her own home. Yeah, so, pero todavía estamos rentando, rentando, so, you know, don't get crazy. It's, listen, uh, that, that part don't matter. At the end of the day, it's ours, and it's going to be ours. We're, um, we're in the works of buying. Don't worry about it. I'm also grateful for mi familia, um, mi salud, 
los perros, obviously. Um, y también la comunidad que nosotros tenemos con Let's Chat Podcast y todo el mundo que escucha nuestro, how do you say, podcast. Nuestro podcast todos los lunes or whenever you guys listen to it. Um, This is giving me Selena vibes. Cada semana, nosotros, ustedes siempre nos no mandan mucho mensaje bien bonito y, um, yeah, yo nunca pensaba, pensaba que um, it would get this far. Like, yo pensaba que Tú sabes, vamos a, a record para, for fun. For shits and giggles. Pero no pensaba que iba a llegar hasta aquí. Um, she didn't think we'd get this far, y'all. <laughs> she didn't think we was going to be popping like this. She translated for people and who don't understand honestly, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it shocked the hell out of us. And it's been nothing but love. And the amount of messages that you guys send saying so many nice things um, or even just tagging us mm -hmm. in some of our content or our episodes that we recently dropped, mm -hmm. um, you know, it goes a long way. And we're very grateful for that. Very Dominican. You do not sound Puerto Rican at all. Yes, I do. Nah, but... That was giving me Selena vibes when Selena was trying to talk Spanish in her interviews. And da, da, da. Yeah, like, yo, up. it's it's okay. hard. It's hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Just all I'm saying, I'll be talking all my shit. I don't even know what she's talking about. Anyway, yo, that's it. That's all, right, all we got. guys. Muchas gracias por todos los comentarios, los likes. <laughs> dale un like, dale un favorite, dale un comentario. Y subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> What she said. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump into the family meeting. The first question is, is it okay to walk past an ex? Baby gay, I've dated my first girlfriend for two years and broke up with her. She's a good person. I just wasn't happy. We go to university together and I've walked past her on campus twice recently this semester. I feel like I'm being immature, but everybody is telling me if I don't want to talk to somebody, I don't have to. We've made eye contact, but she didn't say hi or anything. I don't hate her. I want to be respectful, and I hope she's been okay, but I don't want to be friends, to be honest. That is totally okay. Right. You are not obligated to, like your friend said, you're not obligated to speak to anybody if you don't want to, mm -hmm. especially someone who used to be your ex. Yeah. That, you know, it's all right. I think, like, most times people think, like, oh, they must have ended badly for them not to want to talk. But I don't think that that's valid. Sometimes people end relationships mutually, and it's okay for them not to mm -hmm. continue having any type of relationship or any type of communication. That is okay. Yeah. You see each other, you know, passing through. You're sharing environments right now, being as though you're going to school together. And that's okay. Um, knowing that, I think we, you know knowing that you're in each other's environment, um, you would think like maybe you would want to stay apart and try to not avoid each other, but just try not to, you know, still be around. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I mean, it's totally valid. If you don't want any contact or communication with your ex, that's totally okay. Yeah, I agree. You don't have to be fake and, you know, yeah. say hi to her or even have a conversation with her. Um, I feel like just like walking down the hall isn't a big deal i think it's a little bit different if you guys were like in a group setting together mm -hmm. then it's just like oh hey what's up and that's it but yeah 
don't force yourself to do something if you don't want to, you know. Right. I'm sure it's awkward for the both of you. So I'm sure she's thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, I love my girlfriend and we have been together for 15 years and we're planning to get married in the future however i just found out she wants to be trans i'm all for support but i just keep thinking what should i do i love and i'm attracted to women and their bodies i can't imagine being intimate with a guy will it be the same in quotations as sex or will i hate it and will not be able to get over it this was hard yeah i was not expecting that yeah um, I feel like there's nothing that we could say really to kind of give any advice just because like we've never been in that position and we've also have never dated or even know anyone who has transitioned and, and has gone through that process. So honestly, we don't even know what it's like. We do want to get somebody on the podcast just so we can educate ourselves. Um, I think this is a conversation that has like you have to have with your partner, um, to talk about what it means, like what it means to them, like how how is this going to work out between the two of you and like are they going to go through um, through the T process where they're like taking, taking medication and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's actually tweaking. Um, I think like like she said, we, we're not too familiar or experienced in this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people nowadays are getting caught up in this situation where they've been dating their partner for years for mm-hmm. the person that we're talking about, 15 years at that. So it's like you kind of know a lifetime of this relationship with your partner as a woman. And it it can be a little hard to have to think about um you know being in that transition position you know mm-hmm. um oh there they go um i think it, it's gonna be hard for the both of you but you're not wrong if it's not a road that you don't want to take just the same way um your partner is obligated or like has is allowed to find their way and move in this world where they want to be their truest self. You also have to be true to you. And if for you, it's not being with that person during their transition, then it's okay for you to make that choice. I agree. I feel like, um, at times, like, I feel like we feel pressured in the LGBTQ community to be like, so accepting and so okay with these things. Um, but I feel like it's different when it's actually happening to you, yeah. you know, some people might not understand it. Some people might be totally okay with it. I feel like not only is it a process for them, but it's also like a big process for you to just like digest and like take in and everyone around you might have questions. So it's like, it's a lot, you know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a big, I guess a, a decision in a way, cause you're, you know, supporting this person and you're going to get the old school family members who are like literally don't understand what's going on and you're going to feel like you need to explain your explain yourself a lot so i feel like this is like a lot to process and a lot a lot of communication needs to happen and i wish that we had someone here right now to like answer the question and give you like a better explanation or advice but that's all we have for now it's okay mm-hmm. for you to want to be supportive of your partner um and you can be there for that person because you know at the end of the day you do love that person and you do want the best for them 
Um, but I think that in the same breath, if you could be okay and support them through their transition, then they should be accepting of the decision that you make in the event that you don't want to be with them romantically moving forward in completing the transition. Um, however, though, if you're totally about it, then do it. You know, For some mm -hmm. people, it doesn't matter what you are, how you represent yourself, male, female. Um, it's just to them, you'll always be the same person. You know, you'll always be the person that they love. Um, yeah, right. So it's just to each his own, you know? Mm -hmm. So I wish you luck with that. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's all we got. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And that's it. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. Bye, y'all.